Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Content and Caffeine. This week, I've got an amazing success story that I'm gonna share with you guys. The company is called Core DNA, and full disclosure, they are a client of Wordify, and I am talking to Dennis, the digital marketing manager at Core DNA. Now, Core DNA is a SaaS company. They are a digital experience platform, an e-commerce platform, um, uh, an intranet platform, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Total, total digital experience platform. And they have basically, to in a nutshell, grown their traffic 227% in a year. That's 2017 compared to 2018. Uh, phenomenal growth. And they did it mainly through search engine optimization and organic traffic. Um, and Dennis, in this episode, very kindly tells us his processes, um, his thoughts on, on how it happened and his plans for 2019. So I'm, I, was, I was super excited to, to interview Dennis. You'll find out why his name is just Dennis at the very end of the episode. So I, so I recommend you stick around for that. Um, but other than that, there's just a whole bunch of great advice in here, the tools that he uses, the tools that he doesn't use, and some people that he takes inspiration from as well. So enjoy the episode, guys. I definitely did. As always, this episode was brought to you by Wordify, the content marketing agency for SaaS companies. Wordify helps SaaS companies with everything from planning and building and documenting the content strategy to executing on that content strategy. That includes everything from blog posts to eBooks, white papers, email nurture campaigns, and everything in between. If you wanna learn more about Wordify, head to wordify.co. That's W-O-R-D-I-F-Y dot C-O. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Content and Caffeine. This week, I'm joined by Dennis. Dennis is the marketing digital marketing manager at Core DNA. Core DNA is a SaaS uh, digital experience platform. Dennis, thanks for joining me today. Good to be here. I had no choice actually, but no, I just. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I did. I did force Dennis a little bit. Uh, full disclosure: uh, Core DNA is a, is a client of, of Wordify, and I worked with Dennis regularly. Uh, he's a fantastic guy and a, an even better digital marketer. So I'm really excited that we've got him on today to talk about Core DNA's growth, actually, because um, from 2017 to 2018, so 2017 compared to 2018, Core DNA's traffic grew by a whopping. 220, 227%. The, the number is so big, I, I, I fumbled. <laughs> 200, 227%. Um, Dennis, I'm going to get into how that happened. But sure. first and foremost, we always talk about coffee. Content and caffeine is a must. Oh, so okay. what's your favorite coffee? For, a, for a, uh, a coffee bar right now, what would I be buying you? Um, Red Bull. <laughs> I said coffee I, bar. I, I, don't, I don't drink coffee, which is, okay. I'm pretty sure counts it, it's, it's against the law for a Melbourneian. So, um, okay. yeah, you would probably get me, um, I don't know, what, 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 what's a black coffee, like espresso? No. Yeah, like, yeah Americano? Espresso. America, yeah, yeah, Americano? Yeah, yeah good you. choice, good choice. Yeah, I can get you an Americano, no problem. Yeah. It's also against the law for um, content and caffeine guests. Content yeah. and caffeine guests are not allowed to not drink coffee, so please, from now on, please, you know, take a cup from, the, from <laughs> <laughs> every, every now and again. Okay, so let's get back to these crazy traffic stats, right? So can you tell me a little bit more about the growth of Core DNA over that 12-month period? You know, what, what was, in your opinion, summarized, what, what drove that growth, or, or was it a number of factors? Um, two words, I, I would say, um, organic search. Um, so as you said, our, our traffic grew by more than uh, 200%, 200% compared to the previous year. Um, the organic traffic um, itself, it, it, it grew by more than 370%. So that's, yeah, 
from five digit wow. traffic to six digit traffic. So that's yeah, that's pretty that's pretty significant. And um, not just the traffic, um, the the leads also um, came from organic search. I would say like about eighty percent of our leads or of our contacts came from organic search. So yeah. Okay, so you know, obviously, organic search SEO played a massive role in that. So that's it. can you? Can you can you walk me through like you know your your process of sort of let's say because because to give some context this is mainly through the core DNA blog right so when it comes to producing blog content what's your process around that and how do you make sure that you know every piece of content you write uh, does perform well in, in the search engines and is it every single piece of content you write do some content do, do some content pieces perform better than others um, yes they do um, so last year we was the year of um, top of top of the final content uh, and middle yeah. of the final content for us. So we created a lot of like you know like checklists, um, listicle, um, how-to posts, like um, um, best e-commerce web design checklist, and then e-commerce case studies, and then how to choose a CMS, how to choose an e-commerce platform, and stuff like that. And um, we we basically. Um, um, so we know there are like different stages in the sales funnel, right? So we what we do is that we usually come up with a um, topic for top of the funnel um, content, and then I, we, I would then um, pop that topic into Ahrefs, and then see you know what keywords in the top ten rankings um, um, are ranking for. It will then help me create the content outline for the content that we're creating, because the goal is always to create. Content that's number one. It's better than the top the top ten results. You know, like um, um, Brian Dean um, made this popular. You know, like the skyscraper content and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, you know, number two is that we want to answer the searches um, um, queries, and then yeah. I would then also see you know the, the the top ten rankings. You know, one by one, make a note of things that. Um, things that I like or I dislike, and then what's missing, and, and all that stuff, right? And then um, here's the um, what I like to do um, last year more and more. I go to the second page of the search results, which is okay. not, which no one, no one does, no one does yeah. that. So the reason behind this is that um, um, these are the pages that Google Google think you know, like they have the potential to break the top ten rankings. So I want to make sure that we we learn from these pages as well. So um, see see what they what they what they have included in their content and stuff like that. And we basically combine the the learnings from the top ten the top twenty results into our content outline. And um, that's how we come up with our own you know like skyscraper content or like um, yeah. That's basically okay. our content creation process. Very cool. And that makes so much sense, you know, that you go to page two because going to page one and, and checking out the competitors there obviously makes a whole ton of sense and everybody should be doing that. But mm. when you think about, you know, how to further, because everyone is going to be doing that to try and compete for that first spot, right? Yeah. But if you're going to, if you want to further differentiate yourself, then going to page two makes a whole lot of sense because as you said, Google's, ha Google's basically saying these guys almost made it, but they were lacking a little something. So yeah. if you can, if you can combine the stuff you see on page one with the stuff you see on page two, then you're going to be doing pretty well, and maybe that is uh, one of the secrets behind this this um, phenomenal growth of of coordinated traffic. Again, 227 percent. I can't even say it again. So <laughs> it's massive. So you you yeah. mentioned one SEO tool there, um, Ahrefs. Ahrefs. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is Ahrefs, and how can people use that? So it's basically a um, 
it's an all-in-one tool. It's a rank rank tracker. It's a it's, it's a um, site audit. It um, it's it's um, tracks uh, pe um, competitors um, backlinks and stuff like that. So um, yeah, that's that's we, we use that to find what topics that we could write for um, topics that our competitors are writing and ranking um, with you know. Um, rank, ranking pretty good in the search results, and um, see if we are missing any any topics. Um, and, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to recap, you know, it, it's basically a, a data tool, right? It gives you the data yeah, you need yeah. to, to to build that outline. It's I actually probably thought, the best. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably say that it is as well. Yeah. I actually saw or I heard another podcast a few weeks back that um, the only company that crawls the web more than Hrefs. It's Google itself. Google. Yep. Yeah. So yep. they're like the, their, their web crawler is like the second most active, which is just yeah. amazing if you think about it. It's more than Amazon, more than all these other massive companies. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, guys, if you're looking to research that tool, that's ahrefs dot com, right? Dennis? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's right. There you go. So check they, that out, guys. Very very cool tool. They they always um, add more features into their um, into their you know like like the, the their platform, which is always mm -hmm. great. So they recently added like internal links, so they could so you could basically find out which which pages that are almost breaking into the top ten, but okay. don't have that many internal links. So you know that if you add a few more internal links to that to that to that to those pages that. They they have you know like more chances basically to break into the top ten ranking so it's pretty handy. Okay. Yeah. okay, sounds good. Any other SEO tools that people should know about? Nah. No, nah. really. Nah. You think Ahrefs does everything? Ahrefs right? does everything. Um, we wow. we we basically only use two tools in 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 our um, content and SEO um, stuff: like Ahrefs and Google Search Console. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that says a lot. I mean, sometimes you'll find marketers they, especially at SaaS companies as well, when you know, you know, tech is at the forefront of everything. They want to just have all the tech, right? They want to have loads of more tech. You know, we've got this tool for SEO. We've got this tool for. We've got four tools for SEO. We've got ten tools for social media. We've got X amount of tools for whatever else, and it end up ends up being a lot more chaotic than it needs to be. So um, yeah, again, maybe that's another little secret there that having less tech is uh, the way forward. Um, how about content distribution? So after you guys produce the content, um, how do you go about distributing it? Um, where do you distribute it? Right, so I have this doc that lists all the things that we do before and after the content creation um, process. So one of, the, one of the things that we do is we actually create a few um, Facebook ads to test different headlines. So the idea here is to find out which headline would get, um, you know, like the most clicks, because we, we know like um, CCR is one of those, you know, um, ranking factor, ranking factors, right? And um, yeah. so I want to make sure our CTR is high enough when we break into the um, top ten rankings. Um, we then email our um, the, the 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 sources that we mentioned or quote in the in the in the content, just basically letting letting them know that. You know, like we we mentioned them and asked whether, you know, they have more um, updated resources that we could use. And uh, if we get a reply with the, with them, tell them that hey, we we would promote the content here, here, and here. Um, we basically uh, promote our content on Growth Hackers, um, mm -hmm. Zest, um, a few Facebook groups, uh, LinkedIn groups, um, sometimes Reddit. Um, 
Uh, just sometimes, right? Sometimes. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, but it's hit miss. <laughs> they are keyboard warriors. I don't want to mess with um, redditors. Yeah, and, not um, do I. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, if they are, if the, the if these sources, if they are on any of these um, networks, um, I would basically ask them, hey, it'd be great if you could, you know, share some love and uh, stuff like that. And um, yeah. Okay, so it's like a mixture of, of social media and like outreach, right, to to yeah. other other publishers. Okay, very very cool. Yeah. Um, how about ad spend? So do you do you guys put ad spend behind every piece of content, specific types of content, and and what's the process around that? So other than other than the Facebook ads, uh, to test the yeah. headlines. Um, last year we tried Facebook ads, you know, to drive um, clicks and to the web to the website, but you know it didn't didn't turn out too well. I don't know, probably. Probably because um, Facebook, uh, everyone is everyone on Facebook is just you know trying to have fun, see cat videos and cooking videos and stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's probably not our network. So this year mm-hmm. we are trying um, LinkedIn ads and some um, display ads. Um, we'll we'll okay. see how it goes. It's a it's a it's a um, we're trying to scale up our 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 um, our traffic and uh, yeah we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think I think LinkedIn is is the the natural, you know, the most logical and natural step, right? I mean, yeah. CoreDNA is, as I said before, a SaaS company, digital experience platform, targeting other companies. Uh, they're not like a Shopify targeting like an end user or, or a small nah. startup. We're targeting companies, so LinkedIn probably is going to be the the more fruitful place for you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean. Again, are you going to be promoting every piece of content or would it just be like the most popular content you're going to be putting ad spend behind? Nah, uh, I want to test um, the the bottom and final content, like um, the, you know, like how to choose um, type content, uh, how to mm-hmm. choose the CMS, which is an e-commerce platform, because, you know, the, the sales funnel is just, is much um, shorter for those um, type of posts. So yeah. we want to see, we want to see the con- the conversion on on those type of posts first before we you know go after the yeah. tofu and mofu content yeah, yeah okay interesting interesting okay so we spoke about seo we spoke about distribution uh and we spoke about ad spend so do you think those three are like the trifecta for you guys is that what is that is that the three things that sort of uh contributed to this to this massive growth in traffic do you think um i would say uh, this is a bit of a cliche but i would say content is the king and the distribution is the queen. Um, okay. You know, you know, like marketers, we, we can't carry bad products and bad content for long. So it starts with the content. It's much easier to promote content as that is that is that's um, actually worth sharing. You know, like yeah. it's like it's it's like building a house. So you gotta make sure that you've got a great foundation first, um, and that's your content. So uh, a trifecta maybe, but we want to make sure that our content is you know the, the right content first so yeah 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 that yeah. makes a lot of sense so when it comes to figuring out what what to write about how do you, how do you go about that you know is that is that just um researching what competitors are writing about or checking out what's trending on like um relative uh, relevant publications or anything like that um we try to go by the um the pain points of our potential customers our prospects basically again as i said um earlier we want to map this into the sales funnels um so what are the the questions that people ask in the tofu content what are the people what are the questions that people ask in the mofu content so it all comes back to um to um um the sales funnel so uh, um unlike uh, 
So other other, other markets are they usually go by like all right, this is the topics that we want to write about. Our competitors are writing about this, but we we flip that. Um, we flip that, um, that, 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 that funnel basically. We, 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 we first start with the customers, what are they asking? And then, okay. and then we basically create content that answers those questions, if that makes okay. any sense at all. Makes, makes tons of sense. And I think um, a lot of, again, a lot of SaaS companies in particular can, can learn from that because sometimes it does feel like a bit of a spray and pray technique where they just sort of write about everything so, and they hope something sticks. Yeah. And I think, you know, listening to the customer, listening to your existing clients and because here's the thing, I mean, your existing clients as a SaaS company, they're going to be asking your, your support team a load of questions. You know? They're going to be asking yeah. about how they can do this, how they can do that, which feature helps them do X, Y, and Z. And if that, if those, if that kind of, if those questions just stay with the support team, then you're never really going to answer the, the, the most burning questions because chances are, if your clients have those questions and your potential clients and your future customers have those same questions. So if you respond to them on the blog, then, or on a video form or podcast form, then you are, you know, obviously going to be answering some really relevant questions. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So finally on this point, you guys use a lot of um, custom graphics of your content. Um, yeah. Uh, why is that? Is there is there data behind that decision? Um, and you know, yeah, just tell, tell me a little bit more about that because it is quite unique that you guys have got like a little style around the graphics that you use. Yeah. So I learned this from um, Co, Co Schedule. Have you ever heard of them? They're a I have. Yeah, they're a WordPress scheduling block, block scheduling tool, I believe. Um, Co Schedule. So I noticed that they create a lot of you know like custom graphics, right? And then. Um, um, I noticed that the, these these graphics allow them to share the same content over and over again, but it has a different look. It has a different preview, which is right. great because we all know about this all this um, ad fatigue thing, you know, like so. Yeah. And um, and um, so so yeah, it allows them to share the same content over and over again, but um, it has different you know like different feel to it, different 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 look. Um, plus. You know, like people, and, and, when, and when they're on the content or, and when they're reading the blog post, like they don't actually read. We know that people scheme, right? Yeah. And this graphics, it you know, like they help them to get some of our main points across much faster. And, um, you know, like they, they also help with the um, shareability and links and, and stuff like that. Because we've seen, you know, like quite a few of our custom graphics being used on other websites and then. They 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 forgot to link back to us, and then that 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 allows me to reach out to them. Hey, use our um, graphics. Uh, would you mind okay. adding a source to uh, a backlink to our um, to the original post and stuff like that? And then yeah, we scored quite a few backlinks from our custom graphics. You know, it's not too bad. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So that's like a little SEO hack almost. Yeah. And you, you touched on it as well. Sometimes, you know, not only do people skim, but again, as a, as a SaaS company, you, you may, and, and you guys often do, talk about some technical concepts, right? Yeah. Like head, like being a headless CMS, for example. And for some for some people, that's not um, something that they, they can immediately grasp or, exactly. or it's not something that they can, they can read about and sort of grasp. So sometimes a graphic, like a, a table or something that illustrates what that concept is, is a really great way of just explaining something that's a little bit technical. Yeah. And again, as a SaaS company, that's that's something you're gonna you're gonna run into quite a bit. And you know, using a graphic to get your point across is a really great way to supplement the blog post. That's it. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, we're going to move on to the quick fire round, Dennis. Are you ready for this oh, one? Oh, fire out. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, what is your favorite favorite social network right now and why? Uh, I'd say Facebook. Not, the, not, not for business personal purposes. Yeah, personal, for personal <laughs> okay. reasons, yeah. Okay. Okay, I, very, I like, why I like, they? I like watching um, um, baking videos. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah fair enough that's, that's quite honest of you yeah. <laughs> and for business are you leading towards linkedin right now oh, LinkedIn. I imagine? definitely yeah. linkedin okay. yeah okay very cool um person who's whose content you're consuming the most right now so any marketers out there doing some interesting stuff we should know about just one or two or like i can i can name a few you can you can name a few if you like all right um jimmy daly from animals with a z at the end okay okay um um ben Gilliam from Grow, Grow, Grow and Comfort. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Solo, the head of marketing at Ahrefs. Those yeah, two. yeah. Tim Solo is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, and finally, give us just one tip for content marketers. So any content marketer that's looking to grow their traffic, a bit like how Cordina grew their traffic from, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt it again, 227%. Okay, there we go. How would a content marketer get started on that road at least? Ah, uh, refresh your content. Okay. It it Very will plat it will plateau. It, your content will plateau. You want to refresh it every now and then. If you see any drop in rankings, any drop, a sl- even a, even the slightest drop, refresh your content and see see what keywords that you're missing, what topics, what subtopics that you're missing. Refresh mm-hmm. your content. Okay, that's excellent piece of advice. So when they get to that stage, so is it is that maybe like six months after publication, a year, or does it just is it just when it starts to drop ranking? Um, what what I usually do is that I would check. Uh, so I would pop all of our keywords into Ahrefs and see if they um, you know like drop in rankings. That's first. Mm-hmm. Second, drop drop in traffic, and um, the third one is if we found any new subtopics that um, you know like that post um, are ranking for but we did not cover that subtopic in the in the original content okay interesting yeah. and is another sort of little tactic to go and see who's ranking above you now yeah. see what they've written about and then maybe do a skyscraper technique on what they've what they've expanded on yeah 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 okay makes a lot of sense okay and that's it for our quick fire round as well so Dennis thanks so much how can people reach out to you uh, online uh, LinkedIn would probably be the best. Edward Edward Dennis AU, I believe, is my profile handle. Uh, you might okay. you might ask why Edward. Yes, I'm about to ask you actually. <laughs> what? Why? Because I've been calling you Dennis this whole time. So please explain yes. why why I call you Dennis. Uh, so I'm from Indo, right? And in okay. Indo, just so you all know, it's pretty common for people to have just a single name. We don't. Um, last names are not compulsory okay, <laughs> I guess in cool. Indo so yeah uh, but my all of my siblings they have um, different last name so okay. yeah I'm the only one who, who who doesn't have a last name I think I think my parents lost a bet or something I don't know <laughs> that's so yeah. cool okay so yeah. me calling you Dennis that is your th- that is your that's just your total name right Like that is my legal passport name yes that's so cool. Your name is just Dennis. That is so, so yeah, cool. Yeah, like, like okay, Cher so, or Madonna. Yeah, there you go. 
Adele. Yeah, there you go. That. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. Okay, but on LinkedIn, you can find Dennis uh, by typing in e- uh, Edward Dennis, and he yeah. is the digital marketing manager at CoreDNA, the SaaS DXP company. Dennis, thanks so much for coming on. You've been uh, fantastic. Thanks again. Thanks for having me. No problem. Guys, thank you for listening to Content and Caffeine. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to share it with your friends and your colleagues, and please remember to rate and review us on iTunes or whichever app you're listening to us on. If you're looking for show notes, head over to wordify.co forward slash podcast, and I'll see you again next week.